everybody to the Improvement Podcast. This is going to be an episode, relatively short, uh, slightly different vibe. My name is Sean, as always, and I'm here with Dave. How's it Hello. going, Dave? Hello. What's happening? Things are happening, Dave. Things. Things are Things happening. are always happening in the yes. world. You miss out on almost 100% of things happening in the world. Did you know that? I am not surprised. The fear of missing out is a complete and utter just a joke, <laughs> because you will miss out. Yeah. Um, the joy of missing out is the is the new thing. Jumo, it's called. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> As opposed is to that, FOMO. That that's genuinely that? a thing, man. Have you not heard that yet? No. Oh, man, a, I, I love it, though. Oh. I love it. I mean, it's, 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 it's given me a new sense of, of idea for it. Jumo. Just in oh, case man. you guys are listening or are unfamiliar, the fear of missing out is a thing started by millennials, I believe. Mm. When we all try to scroll through social media at a rapid pace to take in absolutely everything mm-hmm. people have fought against that and went jomo's the thing i want to sit in a in a field and not be bothered by anyone for a little while yes you know, turn your mind off yes and to be honest, i the, see the older i get the more that appeals to me totally one of my um one of my clients actually she was telling me or reminding me of her brother and he's got a he might be someone for us to talk to on mm. the uh, mm. on the podcast but he's got a I think he's got a YouTube channel. He's got like 20,000 yeah. subscribers. Um, either that or it's his Instagram page where he's got 20,000 followers. I can't remember. But there's 20,000 people following okay. him and what he's doing. And I think he's got quite a intense job. I think he maybe works in the city in London. But what mm-hmm. he does is every weekend, I think it's at least for one day or a night, is he goes off into the wilderness uh, I mean, with, n- pr- I think, pretty much nothing but his phone. Wow. And he just, like, sets up camp, lives from the land, basically. Every get- It's just his space to go and just be and switch off from, you know, what it, day-to-day life that is, is. That is cool. I, I, I feel like we'd probably have a good conversation with that guy. Mm. Um, you, listeners could probably tell that we're very... Um, improvise uh, improv mm-hmm. yeah we just we just gotta do intuitive. it intuitive call it intuitive if you want davis <laughs> we just you know we're very adaptive. in the moment we're very adaptive. we're present we are present absolutely we're so present so, let, let's talk about this episode because it's slightly left field from us to be honest um word of the year mm. um now there is a, the collins dictionary um of for 2019 they do have an official word for the year mm-hmm. i don't which i think like i was it. aware of but I certainly Actually, wasn't. It was, a, it was a reminder when you mentioned this to me. Yeah, I certainly wasn't aware of it, but it does make sense in a, in a weird sort of way. Mm. Uh, but let's talk about why we've decided to do this. Mm. Uh, because like I said, it's slightly different vibe to what we're usually talking about. Yeah. Um, but there is a reason behind it. Mm-hmm. You want to explain? Yeah. So one of my other clients, is a, this is a new client. Um, we were having some conversations at the tail end of last year. We, it was the first time we'd connected in a while. And she decided that she was in the right place to take on some coaching. So in, I know, which was <laughs> awesome. Um, she, well, I don't, I don't think it's that important to provide much context around what, where she's at. But she... Mm. Um, she has a lot of responsibility. She's a, a mother, um, two children, runs her own marketing business. Um, she, you know, her time is is limited and precious mm-hmm. in terms of the time that she has to take action and do things. You know, we've all got time, but the time that you've got to do 
yes. you know something different um and to enable progress um is is different for everybody and in those conversations she happened to mention mm -hmm. that she had um come across this idea of having a word of the year or a word for whatever period of time you had coming up that you wanted to draw attention to or to focus on mm -hmm. so because we were coming up to christmas she said that well my my word for this next period of time to the end of the year is relax nice um because that's yeah so it's almost like setting an intention yeah okay. um that you know her intention was to relax um, to enjoy time with her friends, her family, um, to the people that are important to her, and just kind of switch off from work from bit and and give herself that opportunity to recharge. But in the context of the next year, so twenty twenty, what her word for this year is is growth. Nice, that's a good one actually. Mm -hmm. It does it paints a picture. Yeah, it does paint a picture. I like it yeah i like it okay and and because you know having our word can have a lot of different context and meaning mm. um for you know for everyone each individual um having a word can then spawn off lots of different thought or have lots of connection Correct. to everything that that we do so she in in the work that we've done um she went away and did some spider diagrams because it's been a while since i've done it. one of them i know but it's fun you know <laughs> yeah. just writing down so you know having growth as being the kind of central theme but then yeah. off of that or her being at the central at the center of it because yeah. you know that's part of the coaching process put you at the center you in the middle <laughs> um and then from there identifying well what are the most important things what are the priorities that you've got yeah. in your world and then linking growth to that so if you know family's a priority if your business is a priority if your physical health is a priority your mental health is a priority maybe your finances are a priority i mean there's loads of different things that you could focus on correct um but draw attention to them and then put them in the context of growth and say well okay well what do i need to do to grow from a family perspective what do i need to do from to grow from a financial perspective from a business perspective from a mental perspective um so it just kind of provides a, a really good lens particularly yeah. for her or for anyone that make, wants to make progress so when i gave it some thought myself so intuitively in the moment when we spoke about this the word that came to mind was happiness happiness dave's word for the year or the point of time he is now happiness well you want to explain why well actually it's not oh so that was what came to me oh, in, dude, in the moment. Me down a rabbit hole ah, here. I know. There's a twist. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love a plot twist. So happy. So this was just, you know, intuitively in the conversation. I just thought, well, right. Took a minute, thought, and happiness was what came to me. And I thought, well, there's lots of ways that I can link happiness into, into what I do. Mm -hmm. But when I sat with it for a week, and actually had a conversation with my coach, mm -hmm. the word that instinctively or intuitively came out was the word flourish. Flourish. That's a, that is different. Mm -hmm. I didn't expect that. To be honest. Neither did I. Okay. It was, it was one of those proper, 
whoa, that's that's the word moment. So I was like, I just <laughs> connected with that word as soon as I said it as part of a conversation I was having. And what's been interesting is how I've connected with the word even more deeply since then. Because I had a conversation with this awesome dude that I know, Sean O'Connor, who is one of my mindful talent um, family members. He's part of the Mindful Talent tribe. Um, He was telling me about a book that he'd read. I can't remember Mm -hmm. the book. But the book was talking about this analogy of a gardener. And, And I guess how coaches, as coaches, we have... Uh, there's similarities between us and gardeners Mm. because what we're essentially doing as coaches is providing the right conditions and environment to enable people to flourish to fulfill their potential yeah and so what a gardener does because plants will grow Mm -hmm. or not they, they may die but plants need to have the right conditions to grow but in order to truly flourish they have to be in the right place that's true and when he said those words those exact words you need to be in the right place to flourish all of a sudden i connected with that i was just like this is me like this particularly the past year um past two years in particular but more so this past year i feel like i'm in a more certain place i feel like i know i'm in the right place as far as you know who i am as a coach who i want to be as a coach who i want to work with who i want Mm. to connect with how i want to spend my time and who i want to spend that time with and and having that balance between doing my one-to-one or one-to-group coaching and, and offering a group program which i'm working on with jillian thompson oh yes um and spending my time with mindful talent Mm -hmm. and this leads back to i guess my ambition for the year where i want to consistently serve six to eight people a month that's you know my one-to-one or one-to-group coaching i want to be doubling my revenue this year Mm -hmm. i want to be delivering two workshops a month and that's more through mindful talent sure um i want to help us grow and scale that business um and if I actually i'm gonna refer to my notes on my phone because i haven't properly committed this to memory yet but you go I, for it but i wrote um a note kind of over the festive period around my idea for a 2020 vision becoming a mentor with michael <laughs> talent did one. yeah i know <laughs> did I, you mean that i know <laughs> did, did you actually mean that because yeah. that was that was pretty well done. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so we're developing a new product with Mindful Talent called Pact, which is um, going to be a new coaching model that we mm-hmm. want to beta test with three companies, which is about helping people to connect better with themselves through using coaching tools and techniques, but in a shorter form program, six mm-hmm. to eight weeks, um, done remotely and in person, blended learning. Um, I'm going to train in mindfulness, which I've already started as well. I'm looking at potentially training breath work. I want to um, train in creating more clients on LinkedIn, so kind of upskilling. Um, I want to, <laughs> I want to win the jackpot on catchphrase, the TV program. I mean, that's ambitious. But 
I mean, well, well I mean, there's several stages you've got to get through there. First. Exactly. You've got to apply for it. First. Yeah, but you know, that's that's part of my vision. That's the intention. Go for it. I, I see myself being there, winning. All right. Um, that's another good point. Launching my new brand, winning. Winning with a Y. Winning with a Y. For yeah. those that don't know, that's his last name. Win. Mm-hmm. Um, Very clever. Yeah. Um, attend some music festivals and then some more stuff um, about how I want to be. And I've got, I'm flourishing, I'm happy, I'm in a joyful state, okay. living in abundance, I'm exploring possibility and creating energy through connection. Wow. It's like, it was like a speech. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like a, a round. That's well my manifesto. Off. Yeah, that was very well rounded off at the end. I liked it. My perfect manifesto for me this year. Very nice. So your word is flourish. I actually really like that one. Mm. I, I do. Um, before I get on to mine, I want to I want to highlight to you the word of the year according to Collins Dictionary, mm. which we've dis- we just discussed it beforehand was climate strike, mm. which I'm annoyed at because that's two words. What does that even mean? Climate strike is. Uh, People protesting, I guess, over climate change and global uh, warming and all that kind of, of stuff. Which we've recently experienced in Aberdeen yeah, with Extinction have. Rebellion coming to town. Yes, we did see that. I did notice that they had um, they parked a boat out front of um, Shell. Well, they're off. <laughs> funnily enough, a friend of mine works at Shell, and he was saying that um, one of his colleagues tried to leave at lunchtime because he had to go and take his dog for a walk and they were <laughs> refusing to let him leave. Wow, that's rough. I know. So, be, so I think um, my friend Dave's boss had to go down. He's a former Marine and I think he kind of kicked into like Marine negotiator mode and managed to negotiate with them so that they would let some people leave to go and do stuff like walk and feed their dog. Oh my God. <laughs> So intense. There's no, no need for it, is there? There's no need for it. But yes, I did see that um, Extinction Rebellion were in town. I don't know if they're still here. No, I think um, they've gone. But yeah, it's, it, to be honest, it just annoyed me. Uh, but it is what it is. It's a, it's a noise. But, it, you know, like anything, when you want to create change, you need to you need to create some noise around oh, 100%. it. 100%. 100%. But I'll, I'll quickly throw, throw in some other words that were considered to be word of the year shall i mm. um so there was non-binary non-binary apologies for that now i would have been really really annoyed if that would that had been the word <laughs> of the think, year i think we've expressed our views on that. well before. we've got an episode coming up on political correctness now oh, no we will apologize in advance for anyone that is easily offended <laughs> because we're going to get into it <laughs> on a few different things um but the the other ones um double down uh, influencer, which I've heard quite a lot this uh, in two thousand nineteen. Well, influencer been, uh, is a good one. That's been a very prevalent word. Yeah, uh, hope punk, which I hadn't heard before, but apparently it's a TV genre. Uh, hope punk. Yeah, and the last what one is, is I've no idea. Well, it's a TV genre, but I've no idea what it is. Um, mm. And the last one that's they've, they considered was deep fake, a digital imaging technique. Is that? I hadn't heard that one either. Is that where I think? Is that where you've got... Um, We're talking about deep fake here. You can, so you can basically now create a video of someone talking. I think I've seen examples yeah. of this, where it's someone like a Barack Obama or Donald Trump, I think were two I saw, but it's like artificial intelligence that makes them say something that mm. they've never actually said. So... The definition for it here, it says deep fakes are a branch of synthetic media in which a person 
in an existing image or video is replaced with someone else's likeness using artificial neural networks. Mm. It's very, very vague, if I'm honest. But basically, they're using artificial intelligence, just like you had said, to make it appear yeah, like, to like this create, person create is a fake video. Effectively, but yes. It looks like, but, but it looks really real. Yeah, I mean, well, they have to use someone that looks like the person. Mm. Um, so if you're like, there, there's been ones that done um, Barack Obama, Elon Musk, that kind of people. Um, but it's been people that look like them, sort of, and mm. then they've manipulated. Now that is quite worrying. Well, yeah, because it's, then that's got applications that, that, that real I mean, problems that, could happen that, out of that. That is worrying because if that you know if stuff like that gets out into the public domain, I guess that's where the importance of um, checking sources and mm. ensuring people have said the things that were said but then that probably gives people more of an excuse to deny things they've said because they Correct. can say nah, that wasn't me that was the that was a deep te fake. technology thing yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. i mean i don't know where the world's gonna go they're gonna have i personally think they're gonna have to go down the route of you know news companies and um, mm. bbc sky whatever um they're going to have to have some form of accreditation mm. to say this is not fake news. I Incidentally, well, that was that was a word of the year. Oh, yeah. I think as well, what we need to do collectively is, I mean, thinking back to the book Factfulness, mm. is, is make sure that we open ourselves up to going deeper and not just take things at face value oh it is absolutely incredible quick point on that actually mm. um kevin spacey yeah now not uh, seen him kicking about for a while oh absolutely i mean i've i've been semi-regularly following the story okay now while back i've been wanting to bring this up for a little while but it, there was no need to right but just exactly what you just said there he obviously was accused of certain wrongdoings mm. to which realistically his career looked like it had been destroyed mm. out of it. And he was recently, well, I would say recently, a couple months back, he was found innocent of them. Okay. Um, the accuser, dropped, well, I, I, from what I understand, he dropped all charges or something. I have no idea. In any case, the, the, the phone that was used, there was messages been deleted off of it and things like that. So it, it became very apparent that he may not have done what he was accused of doing. Mm. He released a video on YouTube of the character Frank Underwood um, from House of Cards that he played. Yeah. It was just epic. Like, there was uh, chills, man. I'm telling you, chills. I, I really liked the show House of Cards. I, I, it was brilliant. Um, and then they got rid of him for the last season and it sort of ruined it. Mm. Um, but in, the, in there, he said, you wouldn't accuse me of something that I... Um, that I um, may have done without evidence, would you? You know, stuff stuff like that. And he goes, if I um, is because he was playing the character, it linked so well into the into the show. He says, um, if they're not going to convict me of things that I've I've done, they're certainly not going to do it for things I haven't done. You know, stuff like that. I'm going to send a link into the video because it was just epic, and it made me think a lot of what you had just said. We are so quick to judge mm. everything. Mm -hmm. based on the amount of information that flows into us. Mm -hmm. You read a headline, it's automatically true. You, do, you, you, you read a snippet of a story. You haven't read the whole thing. Mm -hmm. you know, it's, just, it's incredible how quickly our minds jump to conclusions. Mm. But I will certainly put a, a link into that video if you've not seen it. It's incredible. Cool. I'd, like, I'd be so, interested to watch that. So I haven't cryptic. followed much about what, what's going on with Mr. Spacey. I, 
honestly, I don't know, but he came out um, a couple months back and read a, read poetry on, I think it was Spain. I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but he seems to be creeping back into the public eye very mm. slowly and very carefully. But I think he might be back. Mm. I mean, something I enjoyed recently was uh, Ricky Gervais's... Mm. Um, was it Golden Globes speech? Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, he his, pushed uh, buttons, his, his he? intro, um, <laughs> yeah, his, his, inish, his uh, introductory monologue, that was, uh, yeah, he didn't pull any punches in that one. No, he, he certainly, he, yeah. <laughs> Taking no prisoners, <laughs> just <laughs> swinging. <laughs> Boom! Boom! I enjoyed Have it. Some of that. Know, I mean, I mean, we're going to talk about political correctness and offensiveness and all that later on, but I enjoyed it. It was great. Mm. Um but yeah, I mean, let's go back to Word of the Year real quick. Previous Collins Words of the Years, uh, 2013 to 2018 respectively. Geek, Photobomb, Binge Watch, mm. uh, Brexit, <laughs> obviously, uh, Fake News, and then Single Use was 2018. Ah. Uh, which is interesting. Um, I'll tell you what, actually, of the, of the words you mentioned, not the ones that have been past Words of the Year, but the ones mm. that were considered for this year, I like the one Double Down. Double Down, it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because of what it means... Well, certainly what it means to me, it means recognizing your strengths and focusing on them. So don't worry so much about your weaknesses or the things that you're not good at, Mm -hmm. because there will be other people who can do that stuff better than you. So rely on them to do it instead. Instead, do the stuff that you can do well and do it better. Yeah, because that will enable you to influence what you do better, hundred percent, and and just be better in the world. Exactly, exactly. I couldn't even I couldn't even sum that up. You know, you just did it perfectly. Just there. Don't try. It's uh, cool. No, nah, I won't. Jump. I won't. Uh, Mic drop. <laughs> Don't boom arm. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about my word of the year. Um, mm, since we since word? we spoke about this, I've been having a little think about it and and what word kind of sums up where. I sort of feel like I am and, and where I want to go. Mm. And the word I've chosen very carefully, I might add, is adapt. Adapt. Uh, yes. So is this is this a word for the year? Is there like a specific It's a word for the foreseeable future, for the certainly. Foreseeable, I like it. Um, yeah, I, I think it does. It, what I, I found that I've, one of my strengths I, I've found over the last few years is I'm very quick to adapt to situations. I may not like the situation, but I get on board with it and just deal with it. Mm. Um certainly over the last few months that's certainly been the case for myself um work personal life both like adapt to a, adapt to any situation that comes your way you can fight against it but if it's happening you've got to get on board or you've got to move mm. the goalposts at some point um for example um a quick example we're sitting here in my kitchen mm-hmm. in the dining room area um i had a leak which pissed me off leak a, a leak from one of the pipes that we had actually just got installed um, from for central heating and things like that. Now, you, that's not a great example, but you adapt to the situation, you get on board with it, you deal with it and move on. Work, for example, certain tra- things are transpiring at work, you need to adapt to it. Mm. You have to move on. But I think adapting to any situation, I mean, you've got kids for it. Well, I mean, <laughs> you'd be better at it than I am. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you yeah. got to adapt to things that, that aren't even on my radar. Mm-hmm. So, adapt, man. That, that's what we're going for. Interesting. Yeah, I was. So I, I was going to go for the word chaos, <laughs> 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 but I thought adapt had a more positive spin to it. 
Yeah, I'd have challenged you on that, I yeah. think. I'd have definitely challenged you on that. Well, Life is chaos. It's controlled chaos, hopefully. Um, <laughs> but so why did you connect with that word? It's because I've fought very, very hard. Now, I, I, I did think about this just before we started recording. I thought I fought very, very hard over the last maybe seven years, eight years, something like that. Ever since, well, since I was at uni, basically, um, of... If I get things right now, mm. then that's just going to last. Mm. Now, so, what, laying the foundations? Effectively. Then? Now, okay. that, that's, that was my premise. When I was at university and I was naive, mm. that was my premise. I, if I get things bang on and build something now, that'll mm. last. And, you know, I can worry about other things. Mm. I figured out pretty quickly after buying the house that that's just not a thing. Mm. That doesn't work. So did, you, so did you become less naive after leaving university? Not for a little while. Um, I got. I was in the lucky, lucky position. That the day after I left university, I was recruited by someone, and paid into a pretty decent job, mm-hmm. um, and that was all fine. And then that was the year of 2014-15, where the oil crisis in Aberdeen. What hit. A wonderful year! That was. I was cracking. The year of our Lord. And then the entire <laughs> landscape of my career changed. Um, needed to adapt to it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but. What I, what I realized is that life is not set in stone and every single day you'll face a challenge somewhere along the line. It might be big or small that you have to handle. Uh, and if you don't handle it, thing, things go wrong, you know? I love that. I love the idea of things are not set in stone. It's actually something I say to my clients a lot. I am not about, surprised, man. About, you know, when we come up with priorities and things that matter and what are top priorities in particular... Mm. It's so important to recognize that things aren't set stone because things change. Absolutely. And adapting, great word, Thanks, is man. very important. Well, I, th- I mean, let's, let's look a couple of months back mm. where your computer died. Yeah. Uh, there was no contingency that was, plan on that, that was one. not fun. You had to adapt to that situation pretty quickly because mm-hmm. um, otherwise you were screwed. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a testament to how much we rely on these things now. But mm. it's, you know, you adapt to the situation. And like I said, things aren't set in stone. They're not they're not even set in paper anymore. <laughs> but you, you got to keep moving forward. So I'm, go, I'm going with adapt. The, the, the other one I had was chaos, but I also had contingency. Um, the reason for it is backup plans mm. you know you go through life with a backup plan then you're fine but what i discovered was if you have a backup plan you are not committing 100 percent to your first plan totally i think it's in was it in the book think and grow rich that um i don't know but we'll link to it i'm sure i remember listening to i thought i'm actually thinking about you remember when i did that um active coaching event Mm-hmm. You know, you came along. I did. It's um, great. To we enjoyed it. Benahi. So Benahi is a is a hill near Aberdeen. Oh, don't it's don't really let the don't let one. the uh, don't don't let the the um, expert hill walkers let you let you say that. It's not Benahi is an area apparently. Oh, it's an area. It's Apologies. Mid- tap is oh, top. Ah, okay, right. For those that I, don't know, I'll put, I'll put a picture up. I'll put a picture up on it. But um, I'm going to call it Benahi. Yeah, I remember when I was waiting for for everyone to arrive. I was think I was listening to Think and Grow Rich, and I do remember a part in that where what was the god it's absolutely gone in my head you've thrown me with uh my apologies with the the knowledge of ben he there what was it you said <laughs> something about contingency plans contingency plans that's <laughs> it that's it that i think it's like an old an old story about how um this warlord he 
he had traveled with his army on ships to this land that they were going to attack. Nice. And what he did was he got his army to burn the ships so they had no way back. That's clever. So they literally had to keep going forward or die. I mean, that's very extreme example, but you, it's, you it's nailed it. It's a very it. extreme example, but Absolutely that's basically the analogy. It's uh, for you to properly 100% commit to something, mm-hmm. you have to burn those bridges or burn those ships so that you have mm-hmm. got no choice but to keep going to find your way through the problem mm-hmm. so that you can get through to the other side because that is where the learning and the best things are. Absolutely. Don't go back the way. Mm-hmm. that's quite interesting yeah so yeah I'm, I'm going with adapt um for those that are listening let us know do you have a word of the year or a word of the month the day whatever it is the significant period of time that you're going through at the minute is there a word that kind of sums that up mm. that you like to live by um, i'm going with adapt you're going with flourish the world is going with climate strike did i say it was yeah stupid well I'll tell you what idea. after what's going on in australia then yeah, it's, it's a, maybe the I've, right I've word. I've been reading a little bit of good news on Australia, though. It's started snowing or something um, pretty heavily. Uh, I think, or, or was it raining? I think it was raining. I don't know. I'm I don't, sure I don't think it would be snowing uh, in the height of... I mean, I wasn't I really listening be, to it. It'd be messed up if it was snowing in Australia right now. <sighs> was it? I don't know if it was. I don't, I don't know. Anne-Marie I know it, it was raining because I, that, it was raining pretty heavily. Mm. But Anne Marie showed it to me, and I didn't really pay attention. I thought it was snow. She had said, but maybe it's rain. Maybe it was uh, burning embers that you saw that were white. Oh, probably, <laughs> <laughs> probably. But I, I mean, there's a little bit of good news on the respect of. I think I think things are slowing down. They're not, they're not obviously they're not over in Australia but mm-hmm. I think things are starting to slow a little bit yeah. um, which is great because it was it's horrific mm. when you when you read about it and you see it phenomenal amount of land area just disappeared yeah, yeah. It, was, it was just gone mm. um, I did read that there was um, I don't know if it was the army or whatever they were throwing down kind of carrots and things like that for the, the wildlife to, to feed off of because there was nothing I'll tell you what I'll tell you someone who needs to adapt is the Australian Prime Minister I saw <laughs> on a uh, is it, have you ever watched Russell Howard's Good News? Absolutely. Um, we'll put a link into that. He was absolutely tearing into the Russian, the, sorry, not the Russian, the Australian <laughs> Prime Minister um, because apparently he'd gone to Hawaii, right, as this is all like kicking off and he's oh on my holiday. God. And uh, yeah, I don't think... Uh, it's good and bad. I mean, he's allowed a holiday as well, but that's terrible timing. <laughs> it's not, it's not great. <laughs> but is there a good time for somebody like that to go? I know. And also... I think he doesn't believe in climate change. Either. I don't even know what that is. Having, right, just while we're on climate change, because word of the year was climate strike, just while we're on that, right? Who the hell said it to me? Someone had said it, and he made an absolute... He just nailed it. He hit the, the nail on the head. Climate change is absolutely a thing, right? And mm-hmm. obviously, we're destroying the planet. I find that we're greener than our previous generations. The Industrial Revolution was... You know, it was great for mm-hmm. us. Yeah. But for the world, it was terrible. Mm. Not the point of the story. The point was, a thousand years ago, the world would have changed. Mm-hmm. And a million years ago, the world would have changed. Yes. The world is always changing. The it only difference is. is we now know about it. Yeah. And also, we're having an, a greater effect on it. Oh, we absolutely are. There's no doubt about it. Um, I watched uh, David Attenborough's Planet Earth 2 yeah. couple of nights ago mm. um, and it was to do with cities mm. now we're talking about climate strike and climate change and he made a great point actually is the future 
of the world in the hands of places like Singapore. Mm. Now, the reason for it is, is they've not destroyed the land to build. Mm. They have built with the land. Mm -hmm. So they've built forests vertically, mm. which attached to their buildings, if that makes sense. Yeah, I've seen some Beautiful about. place. Mm. Absolutely beautiful place. Um, as opposed to places like America, as if they want to build a road, they just move everything that's in the way. Mm. It's kind of sad in a way, but, you know, for efficiency and for for humans, great idea. Mm -hmm. But we're at the point now where we're very aware of these things happening and we want to try and adapt to it. That's why we um, we spoke with uh, Levi um, for our Zero Waste episode. A mm -hmm. uh, while back there, I'll put a link into that as well if you're interested because he's a great guy trying to save the world basically himself mm. um uh, he's making he's some headway though he's a good guy um so there, there's a lot that people can do and there's a lot that people are just refusing to do mm -hmm. um but singapore is was the example that david attenborough gave um on his on his program we need to build with the land yeah but who do we go to for that another myth did you know that 90 percent of plastic bottles are not recycled really apparently so Apparently so. That's sad. That's sad in a way. And do you know the reason why? Why? Uh, well, uh, was the techno because surely the technology. The technology is absolutely it. there, but it's not universal. Um, I think on our zero waste episode with Levi, he actually pointed this out as well, and I looked into it a bit more afterwards. And he's bang on. The recycling centers that we all have, they're not the same. Mm. They're not all the same. So whatever we give to them, some of them can deal with it, and some of them can't deal with it. Now, what do you think the people that can't deal with it do with it? Burn it. They don't pass it to the people that can deal with it. Oh man, yes. Yeah, Which so is so really the systems sad. Systems need to be looked at. I mean, and unless the manufacturers stop making it, we can't. We can't affect that. You know, mm. they, they say it lies with the consumer. I don't believe that. To be honest, if Coca Cola want to put their um, their drink into a plastic bottle, we'll still buy it. Mm. Now it'll be inconvenient for us when they stop doing that, but we'll all get used to it mm -hmm. very, very quickly. You mm. know. Mm. Uh, you can do the same with apples. If we could only buy fruit that's loose, that might be annoying for us to start. You know, it'll take about a month for us to fix, but we're all just used to it now. Just imagine it's some really promiscuous fruit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, look, look at hey, the... Hey, baby, I want, a, I want a piece of this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But, but let, let's, look, let's look at... Um, the, the UK brought in a, a tax for plastic bags. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, very effective. Now the, well, the country effective. went into chaos for about two you weeks. You know what? It's it's to the point where I'm pissed off when I get to the supermarket and realise I've forgotten my bloody bags. They're in. They're in. It the, doesn't happen very car. often anymore. Well, that's exactly it because it's the habit. The habit yeah. is for me making sure that the bags go back in the car. Tough one. So then, tough one to get used to. Well, it is, but it's part of the process of when you come in. For like this is me in my head now. Mm. You come in with your shopping. You unpack your shopping once the shopping is unpacked immediately once those bags are empty they go the into the car see my problem is i do that and then forget to take them from the car to the store when i park it when i when i arrive in the car park i forget to take <laughs> you them know out what of to the be car. fair to be fair i've done that as well yep. and i've <laughs> ran back out to the car to get them <laughs> no i've just carried everything <laughs> <laughs> But the point is, the world went in, well, I say the world, the country went into chaos when the 5p, 5 pence, that's all it was yeah. for a plastic bag came into effect. Now, if you, do, right. if you do your whole two-week shop, right, mm. you may need 10 bags, mm. 50 pence. But the world went, into, uh, I keep saying the world, the, the country went into chaos for that, for a couple of weeks. And now we're all just sort of used to it. Mm -hmm. We would do the same thing 
with the fruit and veg thing or you know if we just said we're not using plastic anymore mm. on anything yeah we would think oh crap and then we'd all just get used to it i like the idea that i've seen this that um stores that are now giving you the, the all the products are just in these big oh, containers yeah, yeah. so you basically ones. come in with your own containers mm. fill up whatever it is that you need i mean that would we've got a couple that would take some getting used to but i kind it, of it's, I like the idea it's sort of, of the future i guess mm. you know um we've we've got a couple here um do we yeah we do yeah they're not very well known but i will link to them um i think food story is one of them um, oh, really it's a fairly prominent cafe actually now mm. um but they have a store upstairs and they also have a bit of an attitude problem with their staff at times yeah potentially shh, shh, but, but we, we won't say anything about that um but yeah i mean uh, i think we'd all just get used to it if the people running these things just said this is where it's at now mm. we don't okay fine we'll adapt mm-hmm. there you are linked it back didn't mean, to, didn't mean to but it worked Double mic drop. Double mic drop, man, off the boomer. Uh, <laughs> this uh, this episode lasted longer than I thought it was going to. You know what? I'm not surprised. Yeah, absolutely. Let's say if you if you guys are enjoying the episode, uh, you got any thoughts on it, please let us know. We're at hello at improvementproject.co.uk and you can like and subscribe the episode because that apparently is the best way for other people to, to recognize what it is. I would really like it if we can get the word out more. Indeed, it would be amazing. And you know what? Let us know what your word of the year is. Please do. Like, uh, yeah, and contact um, us. And not just that. Why? Why does it? Yeah, don't just pick have a random some meaning word. to you. Don't just pick a random. Or what word. does it mean to you? There we go. Let us know via the email address. We're on Facebook Improvement Project at Improvement Project. I just, I think it's just that. Mm. Um, we should double check that. Mm-hmm. Same as Instagram and same as LinkedIn. Um, that's pretty much all from us this week, man. See ya. All right, guys. Thank you for the catchphrase, Dave. Expected every episode, guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>